Hello and welcome to this episode of the coaching podcast from British Canoeing. Welcome to the British Canoeing Coaching Podcast. My name is Sid Sinfield and I'm the performance coach developer here at British Canoeing. Um, today we are going to be talking about an aspect of coaching I suspect all of us would rather not have to do, but which most of us will at some point need to do, and that is the difficult conversation. So joining me today is Pete Cattrall. He's the talent coach developer here at British Canoeing. So Pete, can we start with what we mean by the difficult conversation, or I think you prefer to call them the crucial conversation. Firstly, what are they and what term are we going to use and why? Yeah, thanks. Um, yeah, so I do prefer to use the word crucial conversation because I think it really it, it, it sort of sums it up a little bit more that it's something that, that has to happen. It's a conversation that's needed. Um, but it can encompass lots of different things, a crucial conversation. So it doesn't have to be, we're going to talk quite a lot in this, I think, about dealing with conflict side of it. But it doesn't have to be a conflict thing. It could be something that's, um, um, let's say, pre, like a pre-race conversation that you need to have with someone, a pre-selection conversation. But it could be, you know, ahead of um, a big expedition on the sea or, or anywhere where you've just got to sit everybody down and have a really specific conversation that, that might be, yeah, like you say, might be might be uncomfortable, might be not the sort of conversation that you you love in everyday life, but it's one that, that needs to happen. And it's one of those conversations that if it if it doesn't happen, it might have a long term uh, negative effect uh, on on everybody, including including yourself, really. Um, so yeah, I like to call them crucial conversations. And within that, there might be um, these these conversations that, that involve conflict as well. And they're they're the really tricky ones that I think we'll talk more about today. I think. So, so I can't really avoid them. Is what you're telling me is I can't, I can't just avoid them and remain. I don't like being unpopular. You see, can't I just just avoid them and kind of get around them somehow? Um, you 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 can, but it, I do I do believe that uh, certainly in a coaching context, it will it will have a, a negative effect. I think it will come and um, come back around and bite you eventually if if you don't deal with it. Um, uh, but also, I think it, it's one of those things that, that can have, you know, I think we'll talk about this as well, that it will, I think it can really strengthen relationships, especially in coaching relationships, when you have those things that, that build up conversations you don't want to have. And I think if you can tackle them head on, they can they can often um, really enhance that relationship, that you start building that bit of trust that you can, that, that on both sides, you can say what's, what's on your mind and you can be honest with people. Um, I think it can that that relationship thrive long term if 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 things are dealt with if if they're ignored I, I think a lot of the time things escalate um and they, they might escalate to that point where um where there's no really coming back from it as well okay. where it actually becomes an argument and, and uh, well it's going to be harder to come back from it if if it's left too long i do think it's one of these things it needs to get to a, you know a point where it needs addressing and then then be addressed and nipped in the bud pretty early I think, I think the bit I heard heard there was that honesty, because uh, as much as we like to paper over the cracks and and kind yeah. of pretend it's okay, that undermines that integrity between you and the athlete or you and the paddler. And that yeah. eventually is going to undermine you. If you're not honest with people, eventually that undermines the whole relationship and that, that kind of eats away. Yeah, yeah. So, and, that, and that is two-way. You know, that is from from the coach and from from the athlete or the student or part, you know whatever term you want to use for the people you you're coaching i think it has to work both ways yeah you were just talking about uh, uh, that conflict can escalate if we don't if we don't tackle it if we don't actually deal okay, with so it. Just, 
and, and really look at the, the, the root cause of something, then we risk misunderstanding, escalating into kind of um, real people taking sides and defending their stance, regardless of whether things were right or wrong or, or what the mistakes were. I suppose, yeah. I, suppose, I suppose what I was going to get to there is that as much as we want to avoid conflict, sometimes it, it can actually clear the air if we just go, what is the issue? And let's let's bottom it out. And, yeah. and as we don't want to air dirty laundry and, and blame game, but sometimes just tackling the elephant in a room just needs to happen. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, there's there's been some research, and we'll we'll add the, the link into this by um Sophia Chow and, and, and a few others that that she did a lot of reading into this and research into this, looking at the the effects of it and that, that it can really lead to sort of strange, tense relationships, um, negativity impact on coaches and athletes, motivation, mood, self-esteem. Um, but also that, that, that persistent conflict is, was actually uh, capable of uh, increasing risk of injuries, burnout and, and performance slumps as well, as some of the things she mentioned. So, it, yeah, it's definitely, it, it's not just a thing that you can ignore and move on from and hope it will go away it hope will just go away <laughs> yeah. if, I, if i avoid it hopefully it'll just go away and uh, and, and somebody else will solve it for me yeah it's not right um, um, you dropped a little, little bit there i'm, I'm gonna are you, are you coming back to me there you just yeah. dropped yeah. That little bit before what you were saying but i think we got the gist of what we we're saying there then so so okay so how can i go about these conversations so that it doesn't end up in conflict, but I actually tackle part of the issue without causing too much pain. You know, where am I going to do these conversations without it deteriorating into a kind of he said, she said conflict kind of scenario? Is yeah, any yeah. There's, 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 I mean, there's a few different ways you can do it. I think, but um, you know, other I think it's, I think it's worth mentioning is that, that a lot of time, um, there's, again, there's some same research on this is that that. It's seen that it's the coach's responsibility to sort it. So I think as coaches, we need to have we need to have some sort of structure to how we're going to deal with conflict. So um, there's a way that um, I mean I've seen this this method used many times, um, and I've seen it. it's been around for a long time. We used to use it in management training. I I don't know where to credit it really, apart from a, a, an old colleague of mine, Vernon Smith, who used to use it with the the um, management training we used to use. But it was. It's it's a really nice way of doing it. So it's based on a, a sort of three part structure to the conversation. So uh, and it doesn't have to be in this order. You could you can mix and match it. But but generally, if we start with any uh, conflict resolution, if I start the conversation that that is about the feelings of both myself, but also understanding the feelings of the person I'm talking to, and really highlighting that and, and making sure they know that I understand that. that how they feel or that but also to show that they might have made me feel a certain way that can really help as an initial part of the conversation to really defuse any um any anger if you bring that emotional level into things that can certainly you know just show that like back you know if we think about the whole chimp paradox it really shows that human side and it just okay. keep that under control a little bit um so, so you might need a bit of time for people to actually really tell you their emotions rather than trying to rush them through that put so actually getting to, to, to and, and maybe saying back to them that you've heard it so a really useful thing when somebody's telling you something actually say back to them what you've heard so that they they can hear that you've acknowledged that kind of um 
that, that their emotions, that they're upset, that they're sad, and, and you can understand why. Yeah, absolutely. And that, that that's where, you know, preparing for these sort of conversations really, really helps. Um, you know, having a bit of, a bit of a time out to, to to think about how you're going to structure the conversation and and to you know but it's also it's back to that like you say there about feelings and stuff it's emotional it's, it's about that honesty and you know understanding that you know it might be your actions that have made somebody feel the way they feel and that's why you haven't it but it might be their actions that have caused it and you're feeling the way you have to feel so i think just acknowledging that early on uh, is a really helpful and useful thing to do yeah okay where do we go after that? So, so they've told me, that, or we've acknowledged that that they're that they're sad, or that they felt offended, or they felt excluded, or or whatever's at the at the root of the feelings that they don't really want. Yeah. So where do they go from there? Yeah, I think that's that's important time to to make sure that it's not that the you know he said she said and hearsay is is to really get to the facts. So we feelings we move back, and that's where it's a really good opportunity to you know th this is what happened this is this is the reason for these actions or this response um uh, and that really lays it down so that might you know it might be something um i was chatting to some coaches the other day about you know selecting for squads and things like that and people not making it onto a squad it's really different conversation saying i just don't think you're there compared to having a conversation going this is why you're not there based on these results these outputs whatever it happens to be um so you know, it's and I'm it's removing sure you, that. You know, you've yeah, had yeah. these conversations. Well, it's it's the, the classic uh, in assessment scenarios. Yeah, it? it's just it's yeah, sticking to the objective and trying to avoid the subjective. Yeah, 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 that's that's kind of what I was getting at there. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So, so we've established the facts. We've yeah, absolutely. Yeah, that, then, you know, that's really important. Where are we going to go next then? So uh, that's all well and good. We've we've established what they're upset. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah the next bit's really this is you know the bit that should really make the, the big difference yeah i'm here yeah have you got me what? yeah cool far away the, the next so the next bit is the proposals this is what we're going to do about it so we have the feelings the facts and then the proposals is how, how are we going to move on from this how are we going to resolve this what actions do i need to put in place if it's something i need to address this is what i'm going to do about it or this is it to to move things forward so give giving a, a way out of the conversation it's not left high and dry with everybody kind of going okay well i know you're upset and why what now we've got to have that closure on it as well i think that's 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 pretty crucial in it that even if you leave that initial conversation with when the follow-up conversation is going to happen and the uh, the out what the the two parties are going to do in between that time so that they can um, come to the second kind of discussion with more firm proposals it's that hanging in the air thing that's gonna that's gonna create the well that, that yeah. served no purpose he just made me feel better by telling me listen to me but I actually nothing's changed I still am really annoyed and 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 I can't see a way forward so actually that that um that aspect pretty crucial isn't it what, yeah. what what are the actions that you can take so i suppose it, going back to my earlier point is there's no fudge the, the, the temptation sometimes is to end a conversation that's uncomfortable where that proposal yeah. bit is pretty crucial that you, you really get some yeah. solid 
what's going to come out of this so that we can both act on that or, or we know and we've got some security of, of action obviously you then have to follow it through but that, that's pretty uh, pretty essential yeah 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 and just making sure that the conversations frame properly that, so people know almost know that you go through this three-tiered type system with them so they go i know what's coming i know there's going to be an output to this um yeah and i think that's really important part of it cool so th this all sounds great right this all sounds really good um but sometimes some, the, the person isn't quite as sensitive in the way that they tackle me as a coach they they might start yelling at me they might be rude they might be disrespectful and um, i'm a human being you know if somebody's getting on my case and getting in the face i mean if i respond i know it's bound to go wrong but i'm only human so so what am i going to do there my chimps rattled you know if somebody's yelling at me or, or disrespecting me and and i'm and i'm like I'm, I'm stood there thinking right i need to respond in an appropriate way here otherwise this is going to go really bad but i'm human so what am i going to do pete <laughs> give me some advice <laughs> am i going to calm my chimp down yeah so this. yeah that's that this is definitely that i think this is this is the trickier one because this is where you know when you come back to the the, the whole is rattle back and start shaking at your cage what, what you need to do is let them let them exhaust it uh and get it out of their system because if not it is going to end up in, in a real you know heated argument so the best thing you can do and it is you know i'd love to say that that i'd be able to do this every time but but that, I don't think that's real is to take a, a, a bit of a time out you know make sure you, you the, the automatic response is to hold your breath and get kind of angry so make sure you, you breathe sometimes just looking away can just really help diffuse it as well just kind of taking a few seconds looking away deep breath and then just let them just let them exhort if it's really raging let them so have it and if if you can have a time out you know maybe the time and place to have this conversation uh let's let's have a 10 little, minutes and, and we'll come back yeah and talk about little, it. it is the way to go little, rather than ending up in some sort of on the riverbank or yeah having to shine a little trick i learned um is if i can walk alongside somebody it's much harder for them to continue to rant if they're walking next to you. So even if you're subtly saying, well, look, let's let's walk along here and just yeah, walking yeah. along next to them changes that eye to eye, face to face kind of contact, which is very confrontational. And it also allows you to kind of breathe yeah. deeply while you're wandering. It usually takes them away from any other audience or, or, or you know, an environment that that's bound to create more tension people around uh, or if you're physically worried about it, it takes you closer to somebody <laughs> so so walking alongside them yeah. is quite a nice uh, strategy in that really <laughs> heated scenario because um because it, yeah it changes that face-to-face -face dynamic which is quite a useful uh, tool yeah yeah absolutely you know you only have to look at like the way in for a boxing match to see they're being face to face <laughs> it creates that, that yeah. heat intention so yeah you know, that whole, you know just your body language kind of conjures up more more less threatening um 
situation rather than riling the situation. Yeah. So, so I suppose what if I just say back to you what I've kind of been hearing here? That so, so I kind of I can't shy away from them as the coach. The expectation is that often I am the conflict resolution person, but equally um, I need to be honest with my athlete or with my paddler. And and um, and as the coach athlete relationship is pretty crucial to 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 um to that that whole partnership, I kind of need to take it on. I need to be the person that's trusted enough to to give the bad news or or to or to um broach those tricky conversations. So I kind of I'm in a privileged position being a coach that I can tackle that. I might not want to, but if I do a bit of preparation, so you, you were saying before, maybe having the plan in my head, going through some scenarios, think through what, what I might expect from that person. Yeah, take, yeah, absolutely. So, you know, if, if you, if you've got the luxury of time and it might only be, a, you know, a few minutes to, is to just work through it in your head and think about what you're going to say, how you're going to say it, but also what are the likely outcomes or responses that you might get. So, you know, I'm going to say this, what, what, what might be, what could the responses be so that they don't come as a surprise to me? I think a lot of conflict comes from a conversation that's come that wasn't foreseen. It was, it was a surprise to both parties. Okay. Um, so okay, if we can Bruce. respond to that you know these are the responses yeah. i think if you're able to uh, prepare that conversation in advance and and think okay i'm gonna i'm gonna frame the conversation with this individual we're gonna establish what the facts are i'm gonna establish that by giving them the facts they're gonna have an emotional response which probably means that they're disappointed upset maybe even angry i'm gonna give them some time to acknowledge that you know and and, and then refer back to those facts and, and then come up with my or, or our action plan of moving forward. I mean, that, that can also be, um, you know, a way we can manage those conversations by actually taking the facts to them, you know, and, and, and starting with the facts and then giving them time to be emotional about that. You know, like, I know you're going to be disappointed now. I've just told that. So yeah. do you want to have some time to be disappointed? Should we just, you know, tell me, how you how 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 you feel why you feel like that and then and then revisit the fact in order to come you know i think you mentioned about that little that little circle of actions it doesn't have to follow feelings facts actions it can it can start with the facts and then give them time yeah. sometimes the situation i'm sure we'll have some people you know who are acting as assessors for awards and and, and as soon as you give somebody the, the result that they're not successful they're going to have an emotional response, aren't they? They're going to feel disappointed. They're going to be sad. Acknowledging that and and, and saying back to them is that uh, yeah. then allow you revisit the facts because you're going to need to know the facts to then move on with the solution. So if if they've not made the squad because they're they they're because they're tired, yeah. enough, they didn't get the results they need. They really want to look at what where they lost time. That's really where where their development area is going to need to go, uh, and and I suppose that also then feeds into how they can make the squad next time which might be sometime down the line but it gives them at least uh, some action some hope of how they can how they can get out of the situation they're in you know uh, and and it makes it more objective and, and and tackleable as opposed to just dwelling on the i'm unhappy because you can't go anywhere with i'm unhappy
preparation and, and but also just put in yourself in that in that position like how would i feel if i was on going to be on the receiving end of this this feedback this conversation I, I just think that's a you know we're all humans we all make mistakes and we don't always handle things how we how we could or how we should but yeah having having a bit of prep time i think is is, is really for, for these conversations in particular think, the, the, you know the the conflict type conversations i think the, the bit for me is uh, i just i think maybe it goes back to that trust bit is that then as you as the coach you then have to ensure that you do what you've said you're going to do as a result of that conversation so with that in mind you, you need to make sure you don't promise the earth that you can't promise the impossible because you're going to have to deliver on it because otherwise that will undermine future conversations that are going the same way is that oh yeah you said that last time nothing happened so so that honesty in in the relationship needs to carry on way down to carrying out those actions that, that you said are your responsibility in that conversation which will then really reinforce the relationship down the line to make these yeah. kind of conversations not easier but the 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 the, the athlete will be more uh, confident that they can rely on what you're saying uh, and that that trust is really uh, really important um so we, as much as we we want to promise the earth we have to we have to deliver all what we say we're going to do as a result of these conversations so that's always worth considering what you think might be some solutions going into those conversations as well yeah um yeah does that does that seem fair to you Yeah, I think that's yeah. I think if it, you know, a lot of nails on, lots of heads. It's that time, it's that time to, to reflect and, and whatever the you know the proposals part of it, if you want to call it that, have come out that that they're followed up as well. Cool. So, is there anything else? Um, you know, some conversations might not need a follow up. It's always useful to have a. No, I don't think so. I think it's just make you know make sure. yeah make sure you've got time to prepare is is always my 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 uh my top tip because these things like you know like you say the the, the on the riverbank explosion is is always going to be tricky that's never never going to be an easy thing to for, for either side so you know avoidance trying to you know avoid any of that by could you foresee any of these conversations come in is, is there anything you could have done in advance is worth just yeah, just just a bit of reflection time, I think. Right then, Pete. Thanks for tackling this awkward conversation with me. <laughs> so um, I think uh, we'll we'll, uh, we'll we'll leave it there. Uh, hopefully, the, uh, the 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 people can, um, can can take from that some useful tips, and uh, we'll we'll hopefully chat to you again in the near future with uh, some more coaching, some ideas on coaching improvements. Right then, thanks so much. Brilliant. Thanks.